Welcome back to All Tea No Shade. What up? What up? Where we give you all the tea without the shade. Yo, so this episode is a special edition. Yes, sir. Because our beautiful co-host, fabulous co-host, Elle, is not here. Not in the building. Not in the building. She didn't quite make it back from her fabulous vacation that we're kind of jealous about. I am jealous. Super jealous. <laughs> I am jealous. I think bro. she was gone for like a week. Two. Two weeks. Two weeks. Damn. Hell, <laughs> we going to miss you. You know we miss you. Get on back here. But Tony and I about to rock this thing out. Oh, yeah. We finna, we finna, we finna do some uh, female bashing. Some female bashing. Not too here, much. She ain't here to defend them. She can't stop us, y'all. She can't <laughs> stop us. This is going to be our bro session. Right. But it's going to be a good session. So we're going to do things a little bit differently than normal. Normally, we do Who Am I to start it off. But today, we're going to do something a little bit different. I was going to win that, you know, right? I'm pretty sure you were going to win it. You know, the last couple of weeks, you've been on it. I've been struggling. I've been pulling the Tony lately. You've been pulling the J. Yeah, get back in this thing. Yeah, that's all right. All Next right, week, so when, when L comes back. All right, cool. So what are we doing today, man? So today, we're going to do uh, a music challenge. Music challenge. Music, music challenge. Listeners, you can do it as well, right? So I'm going to play um, five songs, oh. one at a time. And Tony's going to try to guess the name of that song. I got this. If he can get the name of the song and the person who sang it, we'll give some extra points. Name of the song and the person? Yeah, you get one Man, point for getting do, the name of the song. Like do half a point. It's all hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> it's all hip-hop and R&B. Okay. All right, so listeners, if you know the song too, we want you to definitely shout it out in the car and go online and definitely, definitely hit, us up, hit us up and let us know if you know. All right? So, Tony, yeah. here is the first song. I know it. Do you know it? I just don't know who sang it. Come on it. now. I don't know. The... It's the girls. Who, who is it, Tony? Um, All right. Is it a group? Nah, nah, nah. That's all right. It's the the, right. one, the one rapper chick that didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Um, Come on. It ain't Lil Kim. And the, um, God damn it, little something. You're right, little something. Little something. It's little Mo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Little Mo featuring Fabulous. Fabulous, right? Fabulous, one of my hottest rappers. Name man. of the song is Forever. Gotcha. That was the name of the mm. song. So he kind of knew it, y'all. He didn't really know it, know that, it though. That's why I said um, this. Uh, try to guess the name in the title. Yeah. So, all right, this one you're gonna get though. Come on, Tony. Oh my gosh, y'all. If we don't get this one, come on. Tony. It's taking like nine minutes for it to come on. This is it. This this is a classic right here. Everyone already knows this. Outcast or something? It's Martin. It's a Martin dude. He just won a Pulitzer. There you go, Kendrick. I had to hear it, but I ain't all that. So you got Kendrick. I got Kendrick. That's Money Trees. Money tree. Money okay, tree. Okay, so you okay. one for one right yeah, now. I'm giving you that, that one. Big award. Yeah, he won yeah. a Pulitzer for that That's for nice. the for the album Damn, which I don't know if any hip hop artist has ever done. Before. No, I think it was the first one when I read it this morning. Yo, That's shout out to Kendrick Lamar for yes, doing sir. the damn thing. All right, these two, I don't think you're gonna get Tony because they're newer, but we're gonna try anyway. I gotta go like 1995 and back. Next time I will. <laughs> this is a good little song. That's Marengue with your mama. That's Marengue. That's, um, 
Close, close. Kent Jones. All right, you like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Kent Jones. <laughs> all right, cool. What's the name of the song, though? I don't know it. Merengue. Ah, yeah, okay, all right. Merengue. Yeah. All right. So that was cool. That's a little newer cool, song. Cool, Came cool. out in January. <laughs> That's one of my classic, one of my favorites. And the last one, hopefully, your listeners, y'all have gotten some of these because Tony Khan is struggling right yeah, now. I am. So here's the last one. This is a newer artist. Song came out this year. Got a little R. Kelly sound to it. This year? This year. I can't make no dinner but a nigga with the breakfast. That's a weekend. We can smoke. Uh, no. <laughs> That's a weekend. Boy, Sounds familiar, familiar though. So similar. She got that million dollars. Oh, hold on. Forty eight floors. Yeah, there you uh. go, my nigga. He got it. <laughs> That's what's up. Forty eight floors by Tory Lanez. I'm about to say forty floors flights or something. Yo, bro. I'm surprised you got that one. How'd you know that one? I got it. I had a little buddy over here cheating on Shazam. Oh, <laughs> This Negro was cheating. I had to cheat. I would have never got that one, he bro. He had Shazam over there I had Shazam on, bro. And he played it off like he had it in his mind. <laughs> oh, shit. You gotta, I'm an actor. I can know. Uh... He got that one. So, how many did y'all get right? Tony had to, he had to pull that one out of his I ass. Cheat. I had cheated on the last one. one, y'all. That's all right, though. That's how it goes. So, you know, we love music. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that music as well. Um, going forward, we're going to try to maybe try to incorporate a little bit of music more into it. Um, but good job, Tony. I'll I, I give myself uh, three out of the five. Three out of five. Yeah, we'll out find out what the listeners did, how they did as well. All right, man. How was your week? My week was pretty good, man. Um, just, you know, I chilled. Basically, nothing really. No episodes or anything. No negative stuff happened. So when I don't have no negativity, I'm, I'm good with life right now. So Ain't nothing happened? Nothing happened that I know of. Well, you know what they say? They say no news is sometimes good news. Yeah, but it's coming. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I look at it. What the hell is that? It ain't, man. It seemed like trouble can find you when you least expect right. it. So my week was pretty good. Um, no complaints at all. I did have, you know me, man. I always got a little situation I want to talk about. But right. I reflect on my week. Right. So this week. I um, had a date scheduled Uh-oh. with this pretty fine thing, and uh, I was excited about it. Uh-oh. And uh, so we had scheduled it for Friday. Mm-hmm. And so Friday morning, you know, woke up, sent her that little good, muted, good morning text. Right, right. I didn't say good, mo- good morning, beautiful, though, because, you know, they'll be thinking they would send it to everybody. Right, right. <laughs> sent it out. I said, you know, looking forward to seeing you later. Um, if anything changes, just let me know. Uh. Right? Just putting it out there. Right. And so she responded, you know, looking forward to seeing you as well. So okay. I'm like, cool. She said she let me know if anything changed. So around four o'clock, you know, I'm getting ready to date before six o'clock. Blue saying, hey, you know what? I'm kind of stuck at work. Oh man. And I need a rain check. Ooh. So I said, cool. No, not a problem. I understand. Okay. Things happen. Right. So after that rain check, I did not reach back out. So my question to wow. you or anyone, whose responsibility after someone says they need a rain check is it to follow up? Is it my responsibility? Or is it her responsibility? Or put it in Ooh, yourself. Man. What if, would you do? If, if it's my situation, I'm actually going to feel it's her responsibility. But yeah? Yeah, I'm going to feel like it's, it's the person who canceled it. It's responsibility. That's what I said. That's what I'm thinking. But, you know, me, if I'm really, like, feeling her like that, yeah. I'm going to shoot one more text. Like, hey, you one know, more. what's up with that rain check, you know. but So I'm it just, depends on how flashy she is. Right. Well, gotcha. if you're just into her like that, you know. 
Very curious or whatever. Yeah, I just you know it would it would have been the first date, so it wasn't like it's gonna be right. Like I don't really know her all that okay, well. Okay, okay. So for me, I think for me, I would the kind of person I am. Yeah. If I had been the one asked for the rain check, I would have within that conversation said, "Hey, well, here's when I'm available." Right. When can you make can you make this work as well? Right. There would have been no guessing. Right. Right. So I guess for me, I wanted to see if that person would say. Hmm. Hey, I need the rain check. Here's when I'm available. When can you do it? Wow. But she didn't do that. Hmm. But she did call me later on that night and okay. talk. So, but there was no mention of the rain check. So I'm no. not mad about the rain check. Right. I just want to know when it was going to be a follow up. But she called back. So there's still, there's still hope for another day. Yeah. You know, I asked, <laughs> other, I asked some other friends too. And listen, we want to know what would you do as well? Like right. if, who, whose responsibility is it to do the follow up if they ask for a rain check? Right. Is it the person who asked for the rain check or the person who got counseled on? All right. My my friend said maybe I, if I'm really feeling it, just like Tony said, right. he said if he really likes it, he'll reach back out. So that's what I did. Then you know, yesterday to say, hey, so when are we gonna get together? Get together with this rain check. Right. So we had something scheduled. Mm. So I was just curious. I'm not gonna do it again though. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, that's gonna right. be it. And that's it. So. Oh man. Anyway, so that's how my week was, man. That's well. At least it was interesting. That's always, you know, <laughs> I try to always have an interesting. A uh, week for the most part without right. no drama. Drama ain't no yeah, good. Yeah, you've been about to knock people out the last couple of weeks. Oh, I'm getting better. <laughs> I, I started 2018 off a little bit aggressive. Right. So I, <laughs> I've been meditating, getting oh, my man. getting my yoga in. Don't don't kick the girl that that, that curved the date though. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna kick her. I ain't gonna kick her. I'm gonna give her a couple more chances. All right. Oh, All right, man. We got a member shout out. What are we shouting out this week? We'll be shouting out this week, man. We got a uh, listener shout out that's always hitting us up. She always cracking it up. I, always, I watch her on social media. Like, always. Always. Uh, we're going to give this listener shout out to Elizabeth Harris, who always hitting up uh, hitting us up on uh, Instagram and Facebook. She's, she's on both of them. What so up, Elizabeth? So we appreciate that. So, Elizabeth, if you can, send your information over or in our DM at All T No Shade. Slide in the DM. On Facebook or Instagram, and we will send you a All T No Shade podcast wristband. We definitely, definitely appreciate the member love and all in the listener love, um, for sure. Um, we're growing, we're getting better, we're getting stronger, Super growing. and um, we can't grow without y'all guys. So when y'all tune in, it helps us as well. Yes, and please spread the word to your friends. Tell your friends, listen to All T No Shade podcast. Hey Tony. Yes. I think we have a pretty good big announcement as well, uh, don't we? A big announcement? A big a big announcement for about Saturday? What we got coming oh, up? Oh, we got our first live podcast show. Hell motherfucking yeah, yes, we do. Yes, we got our first live podcast show, y'all. So what y'all need to do is come out. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, come out to our first live podcast show because it's only going to get better. But we want you guys to be a part of the first one because nothing nothing better than the first one. So we always want to look back and say, hey, you was always, you was at the very first one we had because we going to continue this thing and make it grow. But uh, you can all, if you want tickets and you're interested in going, it's only ten dollars. Ten dollars, come $10. on, ten dollars. You spend that at happy hour, right? And you're getting getting a lot for ten dollars. Trust me. Um, first of all, you're getting to see me, Tony, and L. Yes. First of all, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you're gonna get some tea. Always. Go get some wine. Always. And go get a little eatery. Cause you know we be sipping. And we go have the music playing. Yeah. It'll be fun. But um, to get tickets, just go to eventbrite.com. And just put in all T No Say podcast and it will pop up. Tickets on $10. So trust me, it's going to sell out because it's limited seating and people are going to wait to the last minute and you're going to be yelling and blowing up our phones and everything. Get your ticket now as you're listening to this. Pause it right now <laughs> and go to eventbrite.com 
and put in all team no shade and purchase two tickets for your friend. Oh, I like that. Okay. I like that. Come on, come on, guys. Like, how often will you be able to say you've gone to a live podcast show that's going to be streaming worldwide? Right. Like, we're going to be streaming worldwide. You get to be a part of the show. You get to be the audience. We will be interacting in each segment of our show with you. Y'all know how we do. We got Who Am I right. that you'll be part of. We have the main topic that you'll be part of. We have What's Your Ish that you'll be part of. We have the advice piece the that you're going to be a part of. Which is always good. Which is always good. And hopefully we'll have some of you come up to the mic and actually give some, ask for some advice. Right. So it's going to be super interactive and we are excited about doing it. So please, if you're in Tampa Bay, even if you're not Tampa Bay, come down to Tampa for, for the weekend right. and have a good time with this. Slide on down. All right, Tony. What it up, bro? It's time to get to our main topic. Oh, man. This is a... Uh, this kind of goes with your weekend. I guess it oh, actually man. does now you bring right. it up because we are talking about getting curved and what else? Getting curved. Uh, to my Caucasian friends, that actually means rejected or stood <laughs> up. Okay. We got to break that down. To them. That's the, that goes in the black dictionary. <laughs> right. I believe it is in the urban dictionary. I think it is in the urban yeah, dictionary as well. Is. So we're talking about getting curved and understand the effects of a rejection mm. based on that curve. Off the top of my head, I want to say that like it seems to me that curving people has become more prevalent today than in the past. Yeah. And um, what I mean by that is like, it seems like people are getting pleasure out of uh, curving people right, right, who right. approach them. Yeah. They're posting the screenshots of the curve or they're posting a video of the curve or they're just being an ass um, when people approach them. Right. Do you think that perspective is true or false? I think it's more, I think it's true. Uh, Cause I, I do see it, I witness it. And and I hate to go there, but it's mostly females. Female be curbing niggas. <laughs> it's mostly females that love posting it, man. how they curve somebody. Yeah, I don't get it. So, and uh, if, if Elle was here right now, right. she'd be stopping us right now like, <laughs> no. But she ain't here. Well, she ain't here. So we're going to keep on going, yeah. talking about these females, because this is a man bro session. Right. I, just, I never seen a brother do that. Like, far as publicly wise on social media. Yeah, media. I've never seen a, a guy... Um, uh, being asked publicly to uh, curving a woman or right. rejecting a woman. Um, I don't know where this pleasure has come from. I think people are in, maybe in need of atten- uh, attention right. and or need an ego boost. So maybe that's, that's why. That's exactly what it is. All of it's, it's stroking the ego. Stroking the ego, right. right? So like, why do people need their ego strokes? Right. Like, we all have egos. Men have egos. Women have egos. I'm, I'm gonna say something, man. I, I don't care. I'm keep it. I'm keep, keep it real. Keep, keep it one hundred. Keep it one hundred. The ones that do these type posts on how they curve people are they're not wife material. Mm. They're not wife material. So like when these situations do come, they want to make it seem like they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what, what do you mean? That, like why do you say they're not wife material? I'm not saying you're wrong. I, mean, I probably agree with you. Like, well, it, they're nobody. I think you would really take serious. Yeah. Um, for the long term ride, right? um, I, I think people is always trying to date whatever but for a long term it's always this the miserable single person mm. that's doing these type posts and so i agree i, I, I can mm. i can see see that it seems like those people who are doing those curving like that um aren't relationship material like you said right. because um it's all about them right right it's about their ego being stroked mm-hmm. it's about them feeling like the bigger person mm-hmm. it's about them feeling like the better person and so when you get in a relationship with people like that um, you're always trying to cater to them right. to make them feel like they're worthy, make them feel like they're uh, good enough to for you to be with. Um, so um, it's just a weird process right now with 
the, the whole dating scene. Lucky for you, you're not dating right now. Like you're in a relationship, so you're not. You know, you don't got to get deal with the curve. So I I still got to deal with that curve situation every now and then. So parts of me feels like uh, fear of rejection starts at a very young age, and I'm not sure what brings that fear of rejection because you think about it when we get curved it hurts right like right. It, it really being rejected is not a good feeling right. um and i feel like that comes from that fear comes from being bullied or not accepted by kids when you're young okay. and we seem to de- to develop a pattern of not good enough mm. where do you think the fear of rejection starts um once as far as when it comes to like approaching people um it, that's kind of hard for me i i because i never really when it went at people and got curved like when, when i did it was always like some simple stuff i'm like in a club you know trying to holler at multiple people so yeah. I, i'm already expecting to get rejected mm-hmm. i i never had the issue of really fear from it um i, I, I can say i have like you really you really feeling somebody in and in just even the thought about it, mm-hmm. so you don't even shoot your shot or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, right. I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I've been there. T- typically, so. I mean, that's a sign of fear of rejection. Right. Like right. If you're not. I don't have a fear of rejection because I guess I was more intimidated. Yeah, I think I was more intimidated than come to find out they're pretty cool. But as far as like, I don't, I, I never like been hurt by someone curving me or or rejecting me. Um, I don't I don't know. So I'm a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know what you know when I. Um, Put up in school, elementary school and intermediate school. I got bullied all the time. Like I was a skinny little kid and um, I was sick here and there. And kids always, you know, bullied me. Right. right? So evil, man. Yeah. And I felt so I felt rejected by other people. Right. Like trying to make friendships was not very easy as well. And so when I got to high school, when I became this superstar football player and track player Mm -hmm. and became popular, I did. I no longer had to approach people right. to make friendships because they were all oh, approaching me, right. and so I never had. I never developed that pattern of being confident in my approach of people, gotcha. and so and I was shy. So right. when I was shy, so I think people who are shy right. are super fear of right. rejection because they don't want to approach the, the the sexy guy or the, the beautiful woman mm-hmm. and get shot down. Right. And so if, and if you add on the fact that everyone's curving super hard these right. days. It's intimidating. Right. And so I know that there's still times where I still hesitate, even though I'm a grown ass man right. and I've worked through my fear right. of rejection. I've, I've built my confidence. Right. If I see a pretty woman, sometimes I hesitate about going over right. to her exactly. because I don't want to be curved. Right. Like I have that right. part of that fear, fear of rejection. So has there ever been an instance where you hesitated on approaching someone you saw, but you took that risk anyway and end up getting that number. I have. Yeah, I have. I've done that several times, uh, many, many years ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've been uh, very scared. And it's, it's always like, damn, I'm glad I did because it would have been some shoulda, woulda, coulda mm-hmm. type things. But uh, I'm going to go back as far as like being a, a kid or whatever. You just reminded me when you're talking about sports. Um, I never had to reach out to people because at a young age, I was running track at a very yeah. young age. So I was like the little track star and Everybody knows. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Right. Uh, so, like you said, the kids always, um, you know, it was mag- magnet to them. Mm-hmm. So they'll just come. And I never really had to, I never been rejected by my friends just because of that. Exactly. So I never got to experience that. But I have been been a little hurt on on certain situations when I don't try to, you know, try to shoot my shot at a chick or whatever. And 
And some people, she was rude one time. I'm trying to think of one incident. It was coming to me now, but I'm trying hey. to think of one incident, man. But I remember she said something rude in front of everybody and kind of made me feel some type of way. And, and then that did play a part in my future. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to, like, if I really like this chick, hey, I'm gonna, let me go over here and try to talk to her. Nah, I remember what happened last time. Mm-hmm. So that does you, bring you, a little fear. You, yeah, you bring right, that memory. Right. <laughs> you play that memory over and over in your head. It's like, damn, I'm not. I don't want to feel like that ever mm-hmm. again. Like I don't want that feeling ever again. And so when we when we curve people and we reject people, we have to be mindful right. of how we do it, right? Um, so pretty much, so it's really bruising your ego, right? Straight bruise, right? <laughs> straight bruise of the ego. And I just think me personally, like I I typically only will approach certain women in certain scenarios. Like or it depends on the atmosphere, right? Like like I have no issue approaching a complete stranger right. in a group setting among my friends. Let's say you brought someone over at a party mm-hmm. and I'm in that setting. Like I have no no problem walking up and talking gotcha. and uh, talking to that woman right. and trying to get, get her phone number. Completely comfortable. But if that same woman was in the mall and I saw her walking towards me, I would probably hesitate on right, approaching right, her right. Because of the scenario, atmosphere, yeah, atmosphere, right? Yeah, of how I've been rejected in the right. past, and I haven't been rejected a whole lot. Like right. I'm like, but it doesn't take a whole lot right. to develop a pattern of shit. I don't want for that again. But you, why is it sometimes different? The atmosphere sets the tone, I guess. Like so, you like you just said, being in the mall. Let's say the same chick you just seen walking in the mall, and you try to speak to her, and she just ignores you. Mm. And let's say six hours later, you down at Channel Side. Mm. at a bar and she's right there now she got she's opened up to you to talk why is that different i feel like maybe people <laughs> and again tony and i can only speak from the guy's perspective because obviously we only date women so i but i feel like women in most cases are more guarded and defensive mm-hmm. in those type of scenarios when they're walking in the mall or whatnot maybe and maybe because they get approached all the time maybe they get approached all the time right. and they don't want to deal with another another man trying to trying to get in their pants i don't know but for whatever reason the atmosphere does dictate in my experience how more open people are to being approached Mm. but it helps i mean i i definitely prefer being uh being approached in right in those scenarios so i got a question um so you ever been like with a female or whatever and you just say you're just friends but you're kind of like dating you're hanging out a lot or whatever. Then Friends with benefits? No, no, not even oh, okay. that. Like, you're getting to know them, man. You're spending, you know, quality time a little bit, you know, a few hours after work on the weekends or whatever, and you mentioned, like, you want to take things to another step. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, no, nah, I like the way things are. Yeah. How would that make your ego feel? Um, <laughs> In that situation, I've had it actually happen where, um, I'll answer your question first before I go into detail about the story. Mm-hmm. I will be a little taken aback buy it gotcha i don't think i would feel as rejected in that scenario as i were if i were to approach a woman in the mall gotcha. or grocery store or, okay or whatnot but i have been in a situation and the reason i say that because i have been in a situation where um and i were just friends with benefits we had been dating we had a good time like no stress it's super cool right we knew what it was but along the way i was like damn is she she's a cool ass right, chick right right he said, you know what? Let me see if there's more to it. Let me see if she'd be interested in taking me, you know, a little more serious than mm-hmm. what we had. And when I asked her or approached her about it, she was like, 
no, I'm not interested because I've already dated guys like you. Oh, wow. And and this was when I was super <laughs> 32, 33 oh, or whatever, you know, so, <laughs> and so I was like, damn, so she was like, yeah, you know, nothing against you personally, it's just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to date anyone like you that, it's going to take me back down that path, right? and so I was like, okay, well, I know what it is, and I never again approached that situation, I never brought it up, but in hindsight, she ended up catching feelings later on, mm. and wanted to re-examine it, but I had already shut down, okay, so part of that rejection was like, well, shit, I'm not going over there. I'm not going back there again. Right, so right. in my mind, like men, we compartmentalize everything. Right. Like we put everything in different different spaces. So I was able to just keep the relationship where it was and never develop those feelings. Right. So I don't know. You tell me. Like, um, have you ever been in a situation like that? How would you feel? Um, I have not. I think I put somebody in that situation. Um, but we end up working out later on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, working out later on. But uh, I remember. Yeah, I remember uh, someone. You know, we hanging out and all that type of stuff, and and then they mentioned it, and I was like, yeah, I kind of like the way we <laughs> we oh, yeah. now, like you know, I was just trying to, you know, me trying to just open my mind up, like, yeah, you you really can't have a female friend, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but when they went to expressing that, they kind of made me feel a little funny, you know what I mean? So I had to kind of like back out of that. So you just wanted, did you just want the platonic friendship, or did you want? Just the the friendship and the sexual friendship, like yeah, nothing sexual at all. I, so you I, just wanted I was to strictly platonic, yeah. And that's yeah. you know, that's, I'm glad you just brought that up yeah. because I just had this uh, conversation with um, a couple of friends earlier this week at the beach. We just had a beach outing, um, and one of my friends came up to me and was like, "Yeah, one of my friends I was dating asked me if you and I had ever had sex." Mm-hmm. And this is this is a this is a woman who has been my friend for like five years, right? right? And been straight platonic, right. never, never anything sexual. Right. But she's not the first person to have that question asked mm-hmm. because, for whatever reason, people believe that men and women can't have platonic friendships. Right. Right. And sometimes men do just want right. a platonic friendship. Right. But it's hard. I think it's hard to have that platonic friendship when there's two attractive people, mm-hmm. right? Well, I ain't gonna say it's hard. People is is not real in people's mind. It's not realistic. Yeah, I have. Three female friends right are, now. Are they fine? They're cute. Are they They're single? Uh, I'm asking for a reason. I'm only one to... of them is. <laughs> oh. All right, well, one you listen to come But I have three female friends who strictly talking not no sexual things, whatever. Yeah. And one of them, I actually, she's my best friend to this day. Mm. Uh, but I always, even my my male best friends, they always throwing in slide slide side jokes. Yeah. Then y'all had to do nothing. No, bro, we never had. Like we never hugged, never kissed, no nothing. It's just we've been cool since day one. And that's how it is. So, so you that's cool. Let me ask you a question. I don't mm-hmm. I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. And um, I know you have a son. Um how do you make sons. Sons, sorry. <laughs> sons. How do you teach your sons how to overcome rejection from girls that, that might I never had this conversation with them um yet um it's, it's something that I need to have with my oldest one I can tell you that yeah um but my 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 youngest son um he a little he's a little playboy yeah so I don't think it's gonna really mess with his ego or not yeah he's a really outspoken kid and and I see a lot of me and him as a kid because um he's just active uh like teachers love him. Yeah. Adults love him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just he's just one of those kids you can talk to. When he was young, you were just somebody you could talk to as a you talk to him like an adult. Mm-hmm. My oldest one like that. So but uh that's just definitely a conversation I would probably need to have with my 
my my oldest son because he's the most shy one. Yeah. And not as uh, you know talkative, but I can see him being really affected if he liked to somebody and and him being uh, rejected by her or whatever. He's gonna go into a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look at all the the mass shooters, right? People who have been mass yeah. shooters in, for, towards the, the schools. A lot of them have a very common um, character trait or a character uh, comment that says they were an outcast. Mm. They felt rejected right. by the by the by their peers, mm. and so and when they go and shoot, typically they are targeting targeting two to three of those people, right? And just so happen to have a mass casualty. So I'm wondering again, back to my earlier point. I think we build this 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 rejection this fear of rejection this anger and frustration because at a very young age and we don't teach we don't teach them how, we don't teach people how to handle right. rejection like we don't teach grown-ass adults how to handle rejection right. like you're in the facebook group that i do right. how many people seem super bitter about right. relationships mm. right it can go both ways right. men and women right, like right. women don't do this men don't right. do that they like super super bitter and i guarantee you it's all because they've been rejected right from for whatever reason, whether they have to break up, breaks up or rejection. Right. If someone breaks up with you, you feel rejected. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. Like I don't have any kids, but I feel like we have to make sure we are having these conversations. Maybe not just not just with kids, but with our friends too. So Yeah, I think at all levels you gotta bring it up. Uh I'm I'm definitely actually glad you brought that up because I need to bring that up with my oldest son because I can see him going into a real nutshell. And probably becoming one of those people who's oh, out Lord. here talking to people. Oh, so, Lord, we don't want that. So we damn sure don't want that. So but now we have him come over here and sit on your couch and you have you stroke his ego. Stroke his bit. ego, build him up a little bit. <laughs> yes, so down the chest. What are, some, uh, what are some different ways that people get curved? Man, some uh, some different ways that people get curved. Ladies, hope you're hearing this shit. Yeah. How many ways? Do, how do y'all curve men? Basically, the y'all. DM, the DM, people, people get curved in the DM. A lot. A lot of times, I'm trying to think of some some stuff that's outside of social media, which everything has yeah, shifted. Definitely, over there, man. definitely. What are some what are some things outside of social media? I mean, we have definitely the obvious curve: walking into the bar or whatnot, and you you spend you buy three or four or five drinks. And People get curved just from what they might have on. Oh, that's true. You may just get curved just from had that child his shoes. That is dirty. absolutely true. You don't know, like you, it could be at a Seven Eleven. You could have been just jogging or whatever, cutting your grass, mm-hmm. and you happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time when she shows up and she looks you up and down. That's true. And make short change talk with you. You know what I'm saying? So you, you have to be in curve, and then she can see your ass later on. I didn't think about <laughs> you know what? I didn't think about that, but you know I always try to look pre- presentable right. um, when I'm going out. But that's true. You know it's. They say people decide what kind of person you are, or they judge you in the first five seconds that they meet you. Right. So they eye you up and down. They look at your body language. Right. You know what I mean? So that's how you get curved. That's a good point. So I think you get curved by um, your style of hair. Yes. Right? right. Or your facial hair. Right. Or for men, make facial hair. But for women, if your hair is a mess and you approach a man, you're probably going to get curved. Right. Right? So that's definitely the way people get curved. Toes. Not a foot man. I am. Damn, I'm having deja vu right now too. <laughs> if I see some jacked up toes, I will keep keep the conversation going somewhere else. You a foot man? You got a yeah. foot fetish? No, I don't have a foot fetish, but it, I don't like to see. I just think that's something that women should at least, not even all the time, but just at least. Oh, he care said of. should. He said should. I think you should. That's right. You should, women. You should at least Get your feet, feet need to be at least presentable. <laughs> so mm. that's me. I'm not really a foot person, but I can, I can, I can respect that. Um, 
I think you get curved definitely again by the DM. Um, you get curved by um, text message. You know, yeah. People again, people who become your friends, so you make develop feelings for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's definitely some different ways to get curved. So if you're out there curving people, stop curving people. But try to find a different way to curve. So how can we curve people or re- and reject people and not make them feel like shit? Well, people got control of their facial expressions for one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main one. That's right true. There. Cause some, especially a female, they quick to frown up and you know pull their shoulders all up and look at you like you stink or something. So y'all got to stop doing that. Yeah, that that really messes a, a, a person's mind up for real. Like, well, goddamn, am, am I that bad? Or do I stink <laughs> or something? Not only do you not want me, but you're making it seem like I'm a piece of shit. Right. Like like, like I stink. So we have definitely got to work on not curving people in a certain way. And it's no easy way to reject no, a, a person, right? If you're not interested, we're not everyone. Everyone's not gonna be your cup of tea, and so I'm not sure that's an easy way to let people down that you're not interested. A lot of times, I just like ignore the DM. So, what do you do to those ones that still adamant won't let won't let it go? You don't curve them three or four times. A female probably can answer mm-hmm. this one, but <laughs> I, I I never known for a, a female. To if she catch me on the right night, I just <laughs> might smash. <laughs> I just might smack. Bang, no, bang, bang, bang. no, no, no. But okay, I was serious, but not too serious. Um, like I just said, I, I typically would just not. Res- I stop responding. Right. Like I just stop responding completely. I've done, I've done that. Like I'm not going to answer your text. I'm not going to answer your DM. Right. I'm going to ignore your comments on on right. on threads because if you if I if I said it three times, I'm not going to change my mind. I, I remember I guess curving somebody by ignoring people or whatever. Um, and, and this like I get turned off. Like I'll I'll enter entertain a, a dm or whatever and once i start seeing things like you you smoking weed on social media mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff i turn off of me yeah so when you still hitting me up i ain't gonna respond but i don't, I don't i'm going i'm telling you a story is what i'm actually doing but i got all i got hit back well damn you must be gay and all this other oh, shit why do, y'all, why do you always <laughs> right. go with that one though they always want to go with that one you missing out on this what the hell what i'm missing out on that's true. Like I, I will definitely um, not approach someone or not go after someone based on how they that social media etiquette. Right. Like if you got horrible social media etiquette. Mm-hmm. I am not going to approach you. I'm gonna curb you if you approach right. me. And, I, and I, I don't see nothing wrong with someone you know smoking marijuana or whatever. But if you just all on social media with it and you just thugged out with it, I, I can't do it. That ain't that ain't me. Ain't nobody I want to date. I just watch. I watch what you post about though, because if you posting um, all your personal stuff, right. all your personal right. life on right. your social media, right. I would never date you. Like right. if you came in my all your day, problems, yeah, because you gonna talk about my our problems yes, straight online. Exactly. So if you come in my in my inbox and in my DM and you got you post all your shit on po- on social media, I'm going to curb you. I'm not going to respond. So all right. Um, you got any more questions, Tony, on curving? No, I don't. I think I'm pretty good on curve. So we talked about different ways how you get curved, rejection. So here's some some bona fide facts about rejection. And maybe you know this, maybe maybe y'all don't know this, uh, listeners. But this you know this stuff can be found on PsychologyToday.com. And so here's some f- four facts about about rejection. Um, one, rejection creates surges of anger and aggression. So mm. by us rejecting people, they have urges or surges of feeling angry and aggressive and aggressive nature. Um, I think we all know that, you know, men tend to be the most aggressive um, when it comes to harming people. Well, fuck you too. You know what I mean? Like, and so you ain't shit. Wow. Right. So we, we I've seen people say that and or comment that. 
And so rejection is can can create that. So again, be mindful of how you reject people. Mm-hmm. Go back to Tony's point of you know not frowning your face up and and whatnot. Um, fact number two is rejection send us on a mission to seek and destroy our self esteem. Wow. So these are facts, mm-hmm. and they say so by us getting rejected, we feel as confident. Like I said earlier, like our self esteem goes low. Right. It's like, well, damn, what is it about me? That does not make her want to be with me or make him not want to be with me. And so it goes back to the point of trying to understand your self-worth, understanding that rejection is not the be all to end all. Right. Um, third fact is rejection destabilizes our need to belong. Basically, meaning that back to the point of feeling like the mass shooters, they don't mm-hmm. belong. And they say the way you can counter that is if you, if you get rejected by someone is to go Spend time with someone that you love, okay. family, friends, someone that's going to help you feel better. And so if you ever get rejected and you're feeling like shit, call up your homeboy, call up your homegirl, call up your mom, dad. Versus going in the room, closing the door. Yeah. Right. That's when the mind goes to start running. Yep, exactly. And then the last one, which is crazy to me, was um, rejection temporarily lowers our IQ. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's damn. what they say. Like, damn, like. Rejection is a real thing. So if you see all these people out here getting shut down, getting rejected, understand that you're lowering their IQ wow. with your rejection. <laughs> that's pretty, that's shocking right there. That's it's crazy, cool. man. So, um, so yeah, so rejection, we get it. You know, it, it happens and we have different reasons for rejecting people. Right. Um, rejection, does, does, it does not help with confidence in yourself. It makes you become bitter and angry. And, and that's something that we probably take for granted. We don't even think about it. On how you may be affecting other people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just something we got to so, do. It's easy. To. It's a brush off. You're like, right. man, that'd be it's all right. Brush off, but really, you're tearing down somebody mentally. So Yeah. Know. But it always seemed like, I always say this from the women, my women friends, that it's always the ugliest guys that don't give a fuck. They just approach. <laughs> <laughs> they just approach no matter what. Right. And it's sort of like that with, with women, too. It's right. like, I feel like the women, the ones that always approach you are the ones that you just don't, yeah, have, yeah, you don't give yeah. a fuck. Well, they, they, uh, some of them say they ain't shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's their title. Shit, I'm gonna go ahead and see what's up with him anyway. All right, guys. So that's that's our main topic today. Curved. Getting curved and in the, in the, the side effects of rejection, how to deal with it, how to feel better about it, how to uh handle rejection a little bit better. Right. All right. So, Tony, I think it's time what? for what's wrong with him. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him this week, man? This week this wrong with me is I have an issue with the Starbucks situation. Starbucks? Ooh, okay. That's, Starbucks oh, type that, right. So what's wrong with you know, right, well the story is uh you had two gentlemen in Starbucks who did not order, who was asked to order, and they said they was not going to order because they was waiting on a friend. So an uh, employee went and told the manager. Mm-hmm. The manager went to the back, called the cops. Yeah. Someone said they was hanging out in there and not ordering. Mm-hmm. So cops came, and next thing you know, these guys are getting handcuffs put on them. And I saw. And from what I heard, I heard uh, what I read, they, I don't know what time of the evening this was, but they was arrested. Uh, up to like two o'clock in the mornings when they got released. Yeah, it was so late. It was in the pretty day. Really late. Yeah. So like, really, did, what is, what is wrong with that situation right there? Everything. Everything about it. Everything is Everything wrong. Everything about it. it. So who do you put the blame on? Um, That's my question for you, Jay. I put the blame on the world first of all because <laughs> black people are always stereotype and but not to go too deep. I put the blame on the employee. Right, the one who stereotyped those two black men, mm-hmm. because I frequent Starbucks all the time. Exactly, 
And there's been plenty of times where I just walk in, I sit my sit ass down. down, and I get to work. Right. And I don't order anything until 30 minutes, 45, because I really don't want something as soon as I get right. there. And so that's been time, and I've never, so again, it's not all a Starbucks, this has not happened to me, but those two black men had every opportunity, they, they had every right to sit down like everyone else right. and not be questioned right. about what they were doing. Right. And that employee should not have picked them out and, and make them say, oh, you got to go if, right. if you're not buying anything. Right. And I think the situation could have been differently if she just would have said, if you don't leave, I'm going to have to call the cops. That was never said. So mm. if somebody tell me they're calling the police, nine times out of ten, you go get up and go. If you or you go go ahead and just make your order, just so it don't get to that that point. Did they have to? No. Yeah. But that never was said. She went in the back and did it privately. Yeah. It made it seem like you don't know what she said over that phone. But if, my thing is, like, why why is that the first uh, go to? Like, why? And I don't. I really don't know. The, I don't know if this woman was white, black, Hispanic. Like, I, honestly, God, I don't know. But. Why is calling the cops the first thing that she went to for these black guys? Right. Why couldn't it have been say, hey, guys, I know you want to wait for your friend in order to stay. It's our policy at this store. That in order to stay, I need you to purchase something. Right. Why is calling the cops the thing that they do? Right. I mean, maybe why is white America the thing that they do? Like, exactly. You know, it's like <laughs> when I've had so many friends in, uh, over the years, you know, who date, who date white women. And they told me, like, when they got into an argument, they say, well, I'm going to call the cops on you. I'm right, going to say right. you beat me. Right. Like, that's a th- that's literally a threat. You right. basically are saying that I am white and I, me saying this will get you fucked up. Right, exactly. And so why, we need to have a conversation about that mm. because that's a problem in America. Right. And I like what Starbucks did. Did you see what they just recently did? The CEO the did? The CEO did, yeah. So I thought that was great that he's mm-hmm. doing un- you know unconscious bias training right um, around that right. It's funny. I always thought all companies should should do that, especially with um, the hiring of cops. I think they should do that as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's something I think they need to put into their program. That and I'm talking about across the nation, especially in America. So, um, but yeah, like I say, my my thing is, man, I um, I put the blame on on both situations. Like, really, why did the police still even arrest them? Absolutely. That's why a you good put question. the cuffs on them? Yeah. So I'm I'm ticked off at the manager who goes back there and does this private phone call. Mm-hmm. There's no telling what the hell she told him. Ain't no telling. Uh, and then these cops actually put them cuffs on them. When you have white witnesses right trying to defend there, them, trying saying to defend they're them. not doing nothing, and you still haul them off in handcuffs. That's crazy. Why man. not just walk them out but, the store? Uh, kudos to them. I don't know their names, but they was very calm. Um, and, Very respectful, and, and where is those? Where is their story? Like, I want to hear their story. I'm pretty sure it's coming. Like, I'm I want to hear sure their coming. story. They're gonna be on some talk shows. They've interviewed the Breakfast Club. <laughs> They're gonna be on all that stuff. They so. spoke to the CEO right. of Starbucks. They right. spoke to the woman who who filmed it. Right. But I have not seen the videos anywhere of these two black men who were arrested, who actually were the ones who had to deal with that embarrassment right. and that harassment. Right. Where is their story? And right. why is their story not being told? Let's hear the full story right. about that, or or even the white friend that was waiting for him. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, man. Like, so yeah, what's wrong with them? That's what's wrong with them. Starbucks manager and uh, Philadelphia Police Department. Are you gonna Are you gonna boycott um, Starbucks? No, or, I'm not gonna straight? boycott uh, Starbucks. I would not do that. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I did make a post the other day about it. Uh, somebody asking me to boycott Starbucks is just like equal as Monique telling me to boycott Netflix. It just <laughs> ain't gonna happen. <laughs> 
Because I can't blame. I'm not gonna blame Starbucks for that one individual. One band, but yeah, yeah. That one individual. Because we, I think we, we all in workplaces where you have these people that don't like us, pretty much racist. Mm-hmm. So you know they they just hide it. But certain situations will bring it out in, in, in the showcase, and and for this one, it did. That's what's up, man. That's what's wrong. What's wrong with him? All right, man. So it's time for our, um, one of our favorite segments of the sh- of our show, and that is what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? All right, so L typically we have a really good ish right now. Um, so L, I'm gonna try to do something that you'll you'll love, but you probably won't. But you do love TV shows, so <laughs> I'm going back to my ish that my currently is TV. I'm watching. All right, so short story, I got Amazon Prime hey. um, a few months ago. I was just doing a trial membership, okay, and I forgot to cancel my Prime membership oh, trial. They renewed it. And they re- they renewed it. They I got me. It. <laughs> Actually, they broke it down. But yeah, they got me. So they got me. And so um, I decided this week that I was going to put that Prime membership to use. Mm. And Amazon Prime has a lot of Amazon Prime TV shows and videos that you okay. can watch. It's just included in Amazon Prime. And so out of, out of by chance, I decided to try this TV show called Bosch. Um, and Bosch is a, um, it's a, it's a TV show about American, uh, cop, um, played by Titus Welliver. Mm-hmm. Um, Bosch is his name. He's an LA officer or detective. And, um, it's really good, man. Like right. it's, I think they're in four seasons right now. Um, I didn't know what to expect from it. Uh, but I do enjoy cop shows. Like I love true detective, which comes on HBO, um, I love uh, anything that deals with law enforcement. Because at one point, I wanted to be a cop, even okay. FBI. And so yeah. I still enjoy that kind of stuff. But Bosch, it's not one where, you know, typically the cops have some kind of anger issues or they're mm-hmm. drunk or whatever. He's not like that. He's just an ex-military guy who's a cop. He's good at his job, but he doesn't take any shit. And um, his co- his uh, his partner is a black guy um, who's a fabulous actor as well. I can think of his name right now, but... If you ever have opportunity, Bosch, huh? Bosch, you can find it. B O S C H. You can find it on okay. um again Amazon Prime. I'm sure you can find it on Fire Stick. But I'm watching the Amazon Prime. But I'm about I'm, to pull that up because yo, I watched one season in four days. Okay, cool. So it's pretty, it's pretty good. I'm put like, that on my list because um, last few nights that's what I've been going to bed to Netflix stuff. So I had to put that on it. I do have Amazon Prime, so I'm gonna pull it up. Definitely pull it up and check it out. So if you're if you're a TV war, um, goer. And you're struggling with something to watch right now because most of the TV shows, main TV shows, are in off season right now, right. so it's not a whole lot to watch. So cool. if you need something to watch, go check out Bosch. Cool, cool, Tony, what's your ish? Man, my ish is a, actually a, it's a video game, bro. Oh yeah, I um, love video games. Man, I don't. I'm not really a gamer like that, but I, I have a, a game on my phone. Uh, usually, I, I play it right before bed. Uh, either I'm watching a movie or something, and I play my little video game. Just kind of relax me for the end of the night, and I end up laying. But um, I was actually. On a computer the other day, and I was, you know, a little pop up came on. Now this don't sound like, don't think I'm crazy, but okay. when I was a kid, not a kid, I, like I started becoming like a teenager, I wanted to become an assassin, like, oh. a, like a sniper, like a sniper, like, like a sniper, a, right? like a ninja assassin, or just a sniper. I wanted to be like one of them that got to go over there in Turkey and snipe oh, yeah. off, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody. So, um, like Mark Wahlberg, right, in one man. Movie. So I always been attracted to those type of video games. So like. Uh, Call of Duty was one. I love Call of but Duty. My ish right now is this Sniper 3D game that's actually on on my phone. Uh, it's it's pretty cool, man. It's called Sniper 3D, and 
send you through all these little technical little little things or whatever, and it's and it's, it's kind of realistic. I love it because you're like, you know, people like eighteen hundred yards away, and they're off in this little small building window. And you got to get your little gun. And, yeah. You know, you got like a little dial and stuff. It's very it's very sensitive. So I know how hard it really is to become uh, a sniper. But I enjoy this game. And um, so what you're saying is like your sniper skills don't equate to real life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's my ish, man. The Sniper 3D game. And Sniper was, 3D. I've been playing it like all week, every day, till I have to make myself. I'd like set an alarm on my phone to make me get off of it. I actually, I used to have a lot of video games on my phone, but I don't have too many on, on my phone anymore. I have mostly just stupid apps, but okay. no video games. But I would definitely have to check out Sniper 3D. Yeah, man, check it out. Do they have a lot of ads in it, though? Like, is it a free it game? It does. Uh, it does have a lot of ads. Uh, that's the only thing I do hate about it. But yeah. the thing about it, they reward you because this game, you got to get, like, get these diamonds. Uh-huh. So um, every time one of those little commercials pop up, they'll, you get diamonds for watching it. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Oh, uh, okay. They I make it you. worth it. Yeah, you know? yeah, but yeah. I don't play games before when you got you to watch this ad and you just stuck. You don't get nothing for it. But they, like, they reward you for it. So it's pretty gotcha. cool. If Elle was here, I think her, her ish would be avocado face mask again because yes. she just loves avocado just like stuff on her face oh, oh. <laughs> just like going to avocado <laughs> on her face <laughs> i'm gonna leave that one alone <laughs> gonna leave that one alone that's all right girl, that's my girl so here we go we're going instead of doing the advice piece tonight we are going to do a new segment that we're going to hope that l gonna stick to and we calling it bros before hoes before hoes <laughs> <laughs> now here's a little disclaimer we consider everybody a hoe. Mm. Tony's a hoe sometimes. And his, with his girl, I'm a hoe. L's a hoe. Anybody who's had sex more than one time because of us is a hoe. Right. We call everybody a hoe. So do not take offense to that. Yes, please do not take offense to this. We're just having a good time. So bros before hoes. Let's get it. I got a couple questions for you. All right. Okay, so I'm going to give you like a couple of scenarios. Which will come first, uh, the bro or the hoe? Oh, So okay. let's say, would you cancel your plans with your boys? If your girl decided she wants to hang with you and she's not taking no for an answer. Well, I decided to cancel plans with my boys to hang with my girl and she's not taking no for an answer. What's it go be? Oh, <laughs> how long have I been in this relationship? <laughs> I want to hear y'all comments, uh, fellas. Yes, man. Because um, I need y'all to reply. And I'm going to ask the question again. <sighs> Would you cancel your plans with That's your tough. boys? If your girl decides she wants to hang with you instead and she's not taking no for an answer, that I, is tough. I am going to answer this with a caveat. I'm going to go with my girl okay, and counsel on my boys, but I am absolutely having a conversation with my girl <laughs> about this situation because <laughs> this shit can't happen right, again. Right, right. It can't be no random pop-ups right. like, you got a life, I got a life, you got your homegirls. I got my homeboys. Right. Homie, homeboys don't really get together all that often. You don't. You don't. You know what I mean? So if we planned it, we planned it for a big event to have right. a good time. Right. So that, that's what I was going to get up. Like I can see like if you with your boys like every Friday and she she wants that Friday, that's different. But like, you know, if y'all don't see each other, your best friends, your, you know, your childhood friends or whatever, then you, hey man, next Friday is us. You know, yeah. we go hang out, whatever. And she interrupts that. Oh, uh, gonna, <laughs> she, she might have to tag along right, somewhere. I don't, I don't know. know. And yeah. They gonna be looking at you funny, man. What you bring your girl for? Why you bring your girl? You whip. <laughs> you whip, nigga. You whip. This nigga don't brought his girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one, Tony. That's a good oh, one. Man. All right. Let's say. All right. Let's say you have a sister. Okay. I have two. Okay. Let's say. All right. She has a boyfriend or a 
fiance mm-hmm. and you walk into a strip club and he's pretty much doing everything you do in a strip club. You gonna tell your sister or you gonna just keep it on a DL? Bros before hoes <laughs> on that one. I am keeping that on a DL. Yeah, on I DL. ain't saying nothing right. because what happens in the strip club stays in the strip mm-hmm. club unless I saw him smashing with like some girl, random girl that's a, that's there as well. Right. And like don't 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 do my sister wrong in that right. regard. Right. I'm pretty sure that she probably knows that you at the strip club, right. you know. So yeah, I'm not saying anything on that one. But what if he tell you, man, she don't know I'm here? You know? <laughs> yeah, I think hopefully he has enough respect for me, right, to know that he needs to be respectful of my sister in my presence. But it, you know, at the end of the day, I'm probably not going. Ooh, mm, that's tough, ain't it? Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> I love my sisters, man. Right. I think I would, I wouldn't say anything, but I would put feelers out to find out. Like, I was like, "Hey, you know, how you and right, your, right, you know, right, your man doing? Like, right. what's good? Like, what's happening with y'all? Because you know, da da da. But yeah, what would you do? Um, I think I, I wouldn't say nothing. Um, I definitely would, you know, let him know I'm here. Yeah, you know. But if you, you know, what I'm saying if I see you out here, you, you're getting your your thing sucked on and oh, and everything. Cause you, what's next? You finna go home and smash my sister? Yeah. You know what I mean? so, um, it's a know, limit. It's a, it's a right, limit. It's a limit to certain it's things. A limit you know, thing. But if you out here just cutting up, you're getting lap dances and titties in your face and all that. That's, yeah, I don't care know, about uh, that. Yeah, you shouldn't care really. But, but no, it's, you know, it's a certain limit on it. So nah, yeah, I'm no gonna, smashing, no head. Like, like, other than that, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna tell. Hey, keep it 100. Just yeah, I ain't gonna moving. tell. Oh, that's two good ones. Yep. All right. So let's say um, you're at a house party. Okay, I'm at a house party. At a house party. I like house parties. We love love house parties. You come with your boys. And there's a chick that's actually been talking to you and him. Oh. Or whatever. Then it turns into an argument between you and him. Me and him at an argument? Right? Oh, hell no. <laughs> it turns into an argument. You guys, you know, you getting jealous of one another or the one getting jealous of that and he ain't speaking to you no more. You going to make up with him the next day? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> I'm never going to let, no, let no girl come between me and my homie. Um, it's never that serious. You know, as long as you ain't trying to smash my girl or trying to smash somebody I'm in love with, right? Like I can forgive. I'm a pretty forgiving guy. Like, and it takes a lot to uh, break my friendship. Right. Like, and when, that, that's definitely where that that topic that um, that saying comes in, bros before hoes. So, especially she's new, bro. So, what, what are we fighting over? You know what, what I mean? Fighting over that for? <laughs> that's so much. There's so many other women out there that we can get. No, there's no point arguing over that. Right. So yeah, so if you're definitely if you're choosing to not forgive your homie over that. You are breaking the bro code, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I got for the questions. But you know, you, you know, your boys, man. That's you always gotta uh, go back and thank those ones that's always been there for you. Always, always man. been there for you. So sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. But bros, before but the hell, hoes, they, they got theirs too now. Absolutely, they got theirs too. I don't, I don't heard them use that term, bros for hoes. Absolutely, they do. So this ain't nothing new. This is not just one sided. Women definitely <laughs> have their rules, right? Uh, girls before the dudes or bro before hoes, and so brothers, my my brother sippers out there, make sure that you are not breaking man code. That's what it is, man. Keep code, the man. bros first. We want to hear some man code stories or yeah, situations. Man. Yeah, definitely hit us up. Um, we love to hear your feedback all the time. We love to uh, interact with you know your comments and your conversations yeah. on our IG and our Facebook. Uh, all. All the time. All right. So, yeah, if y'all guys want to send us the information, just hit us up at All T No Shade Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 
And if you want to email us for some advice pieces or, or hear just, or hear, we want to hear your stories anyway. So you can also email us at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. L, we missed you yeah. for this episode. We missed that laugh. Sippers. <laughs> <laughs> Sippers, we hope that L makes it back next week. She actually got, she got in town today, but she her flight didn't quite make it back in time. Jet lag. So we weren't going to do that to her. So she'll be back in full force next week for us. Um, again, if you um, are in Tampa, please come out to All, T- All Tino Shade Podcast Live Show on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. So, yeah, go to eventbrite.com. Tickets are only $10. It's going to be fun. Trust me. It's going to be totally different. It will not be a boring show. We're going to actually have some fun. You guys are going to interact with us. We're going to sip some tea. We're going to sip more wine. We're going to sip tea again. Come out. Come on out. All right, Tony. I think that's it. That's it, man. That is it. Yeah, man. Sippers. I'll let you later. Peace out.